the 2002 version of the transfer portal promised to be game changer in terms of the amount of players going in and the craziness that would ensue on today's locked on BC. We're going to get into what happened on the first day where BC stands and how badly their roster got decimated. We'll get into all of that and more on today's show. You are locked on Boston college, your daily podcast on the Boston college Eagles, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Hello and welcome. Today's Locked On Boston College is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Locked On at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. This is AJ Black here. Busy, busy day for this transfer portal. There, If you're a football nerd, and gosh knows I am, you had December 5th circled on your calendar my company 247 sports eight hour long broadcast today that they didn't take any from because it was transfer portal opening day remember the ncaa they opened up the transfer portal but only for a limited amount of time it was from the monday after the championship games for six weeks so it's going to end i think it's june uh, january's 12th or 18th You expected this first day to be a monster day in terms of just movement. And from a lot of programs, it absolutely was. But for Boston College, a team that was nine last year, it really wasn't. I, I went in today. I had my computer ready. I had a live chat. I mean, my live blog ready on, on Eagle Insider. I was ready for some surprises, some new names, maybe a shock here or two from the Eagles. I got nothing. And that's that surprised me. I, I thought when you look at what BC has, their roster, that they have to have some movement here. They're going to have to. Because you're bringing in a recruiting class right now of like 18 or 19 kids. You have six kids outgoing. And I know last year BC had a numbers crunch. So that's like 13 kids that you have to have hit the transfer portal. They're at four right now. And we know these four already. Jason uh, sec- uh, in the secondary. Kevin Pine, an offensive lineman who never played. Dalen Menard, a quarterback who never played. And Phil Dracovic, who saw his time ending. And we were gonna, we'll talk about him in a little bit. But... I just I was waiting for all the news because when you were watching the ticker, if you follow 247 transfer portal, it was going crazy. There was a thousand recruits or players entering the transfer portal trying to find a new home. But other than the ones that we already knew about, didn't have any new names. And some names that you may want to know more about or are curious about have not declared yet. Jalen Gill, who put up a a uh, comment the other day with with the peace sign, like peace out, hasn't entered the portal yet. And I, I've been told by my sources that he hasn't he hasn't made a decision yet. Steve Lubisher, a safety for BC, been told he's staying with the team. So who's leaving? Someone's got to go. Now, there's all those players that have that mystery thing that whatever happened with Jaden Williams and Ty Clemens and 
a couple other players that just seemingly vanished from the team. And I'm not getting into what happened because I don't know. And no one at BC is talking about it, but they could all be on the chopping block. But BC, a team that, again, you would expect they go three and nine. I see the tweets in the comments. Rats off a sinking ship. Rats off a sinking ship. You had four. That is nothing compared to teams like Texas A&M, Clemson, Florida. You know, I mean, I could go up and down the list. Some of these programs got massively gutted. Georgia Tech. These programs got gutted. Some of them were because of new coaches, but some of them were, I mean, for a variety of reasons. You have to wonder with the bigger programs, those blue bloods, with the NIL now, they're trying to figure out where they can make the most money. But BC was not part of that. And I have to say, I'm I'm surprised. I'm surprised. But remember, this portal is for six weeks. Lots can happen. You know, Halfley's going to probably have to have conversations with every player to figure out what his system's going to be. And he's going to have to make some tough choices. I know, you know, I, I know Halfley really believes that he wants everyone to have four years so they can get their, their graduation and their degree. So in case they don't play football, they can get, you know, the next, the next uh, step in their life. But some of the, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of grad students that are playing for BC and that COVID year really screwed up numbers, but I have to imagine he makes some tough decisions. So I, this is over and done with yet. Um, however, in a moment, I'm going to get into some of the biggest surprises of the day. And I'm going to get into some of the players that BC's offered, uh, some local uh, ACC players that are heading to the portal and where Phil Jakovic is heading in. You're going to want to hear my thoughts on all that in just a moment. All right. If you have not checked out Locked On ACC, I'm telling you, you got to do this right now. Get on that, folks, because you do not want to miss the great, the awesome Candace Cooper. She is the host every single day, and she is uh, joined by a rotating group of hosts that are all awesome, including myself. So check out Locked On ACC wherever you get your podcasts. Now, the holidays are here. Achieving greatness will give you the gift of a perfectly aged, tender, and mistakes. I'm telling you, folks, I love talking about Omaha Steaks because I've had such a great experience with them. And if you head over to St- Omaha Steaks, the steak experts have put together special curated gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. When I ordered, I got a I got a gift from a family member a couple years ago, and I got steak, a side, and dessert. My wife, it was like going out to a fancy restaurant, except it was brought at home. You didn't have to leave the couch. It was amazing. So go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of a 50% off site wide sale. Plus use promo code locked on at checkout to get an $30 off 50% off and $30 off. You're getting a heck of a deal at Omaha Steaks. So send an assortment of mouthwatering favorites guaranteed to impress like the legendary butcher's cut filet mignon, air chilled boneless chicken ultra juicy burgers, and even easy to prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code locked on at checkout. This is AJ Black, Locked On BC. I hope you all are having a great day. I was going to have Mitch on today, but he's under the weather still. We're um, talking all about it. So <laughs> follow him at Mitchell T. Wolf. He's got everything going on. Um, now, when you looked around the, the country, the ACC had to be the conference that really surprised me the most because going into the season, you all, all the talk was about the quarterbacks. 
whether it was Sam Hartman or Devin Leary or DJ Uyagale, they, you know, you're talking about all these great quarterbacks. And then the, the transfer portal opens and they all leave. Like if you looked at the top five from many of the lists from the beginning of this year, first of all, you have the ACC player of the year, Devin Leary, stunning the world heading into the transfer portal. You have DJ Uyagale, not a surprise into the transfer portal because that's going to be Cape Club next team next year. So Clemson's quarterback is gone. You have Keaton Slovis from Pitt. You have Phil Dracovic from uh, BC. You have Brennan Armstrong from UVA. And I'm sure I'm missing one. I, I believe I've heard Sam Hartman is joined, it might be doing it too. Haven't He hasn't officially entered yet. But the ACC is shaking things up here, folks. They're having players, their top players entering the portal. Which begs the question, who's going to be the best quarterback next year? I mean, obviously, you're going to have Drake May. He said he's coming back. Jordan Travis is coming back to Florida State. But they're not going to be as heavy on established quarterbacks next year. You're going to have guys that are going to step up, of course. You're going to see Kate Klubnick. I'm sure, as I said before, he'll probably jump up. Who knows what Phil Jakovic does when he heads to Pitt? But I thought that was really, really interesting how, how big of a change it is. And the biggest one, a biggest surprise to me was Devin Leary because – I thought he had a good system there. I thought he was doing really well. Um, but right now with NIL and all this other stuff and the ability to just transfer whenever you want to, I'm sure there's a blue blood that's higher than NC State that is dying to pay him money to be their quarterback. And I don't know who that is. Whether that is Flor- like a team like Florida who just lost AR, um, AR-15 and Anthony Richardson or team, you know, there's other big-time programs out there. Uh, you know, Notre Dame, there, there's programs that need quarterbacks. So maybe he's going to get, he's going to get that bag and win. So that's, that's, that was interesting. Um, but let's get to Phil Jakovic here. We're talking about Jakovic, uh, who entered the transfer portal last week or earlier this week. And it took all of eight hours for him to find his new home. As I said on yesterday's show, I thought immediately when he entered the portal, he's heading to Pitt because it was such a slam dunk for him. He's going back home. He's from Pittsburgh. He's reuniting with Frank Signetti, who is his former offensive coordinator, who we all know he has a great relationship with. That's the reason he went to BC. It just seemed like a slam dunk. The biggest obstacle for Jakovic was the quarterback that was still there, Keaton Slovis. And as I just said, he entered the portal. That order of operations went... I'm sure there were some weird conversations over in uh, by Heinz Field. So um, Dracovic is the, is heading there. I think that's a great fit for him. Uh, I, you know, my wife was asking, well, shouldn't he have gone to a better program? I'm like, well, that, yeah, you could say that. But Pitt's a good program. Pitt, Pitt won the ACC just two years ago, just a year ago. And he gets to run an offense that we know he's successful at. And they've got good good weapons there. I'm sure they have a good offensive line. They're going to be in good shape. He's a he's an upgrade for Pitt from Keaton Slovis. Absolutely an upgrade. Um, but will he be able to perform and stay healthy? That's a big question. But he's going to have two really interesting games next year. First of all, he gets to play BC. BC gets to play Pitt. Remember, the 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 divisions are gone, and the Eagles will play Syracuse, Pitt, and Miami every year. Now they're going to play in Pitt. So you don't get the, they don't get to, he's not going to get to experience the fun of playing at Chestnut Hill one more time. And, and the, I'm assuming salty reception he would get if he came back to BC. They're going to play at Pitt. 
So that's one thing. The other team that they get to play is Notre Dame. Now, I had said yesterday it was a bum I get to play at Notre Dame um, because he was hurt. He gets to play at Notre Dame next year. That's going to be his exp- – like, he's getting what he wants, and that's his re- like his potential for a revenge game. So good for Phil. Um, I know a lot of folks – I saw so much negativity towards this kid. Yeah, his season was bad. Yeah, he underperformed. But as I said on yesterday's show, Jakovic was nothing but a, a, a soldier. When things got tough, he continued to try to, to to go through it. He wasn't the best, but he did what he had to do. And, you know, I think a lot of folks out there, other than when he plays BC next year, are going to uh, root for him. You may not, and that's all good, too. You don't have to. I'm just saying I think he might be. Now, the other news in the recruiting portal. Folks have been asking, hey, AJ, who are some of the players that BC has been in on? And I've got the news for you. So, I know of a few. So there is Mick Gagoo center from Yale. You're looking for the offensive lineman. He's it. He's an all Ivy league uh, two time. He has an BC offer, but he's also got other offers. I don't think he's going to be at BC. Uh, Ajani Cornelius from URI. Uh, he is the highest or second highest grade graded FCS offensive lineman. And he has 25 offers now. Who's just going to get paid somewhere. He's not going to end up at BC, but they're trying. Then this is where things get interesting. Elijah G defensive lineman from Texas A&M. Now I, before I get into him, I mentioned two FCS teams. There's nothing wrong with getting good FCS talent. Many programs are doing it, especially when you can get that elite upper edge talent. You can build a lot out of that. Remember Zion Johnson was a, an FCS talent, but you also can go for the big guys, right? So Elijah Judy, he is from the uh, Pennsylvania area. I believe he's from around Philadelphia. Um, and he is, he's, he's a name to watch for. I'm going to have some exclusive details up on Eagle Insider, right? Uh, in just in a moment, but check him out. This is a name to watch for and BC's in decent shape with him. The other name to watch for that just was offered recently is um, a transfer um, defensive back from Arkansas. Um, and I don't have his name in front of me. Um, I'm totally blanking. Hold on a second. I, I'm going to pull this up uh, because I had it right here. Um, well, anyways, there's a defensive back from Arkansas. He's originally from Boston. Um, and I, I think he's a name that you're going to want to watch for too. But teams, there's other guys too. I love to make the connections when I'm following in this transfer portal stuff of of guys that Jeff Halfley knows because Jeff Halfley has said all along, he only wants to bring in kids that he knows. He doesn't want to bring in guys just for the sake of bringing in guys, someone on his staff or someone has to have an acquaintance or he knows their coach or something like that. So I look for these connections all the time. Uh, There's guys like Jeffrey Davis, a defensive back who I covered his recruiting when he was uh, down to BC and Pitt. I mean, BC and Penn state. Now he's transferring from Penn state. He's from Connecticut. Bingo right there. One name that you won't want to see is uh, from BBNN, Tyler Martin, a linebacker. BC, BC fans have been asking him about this kid for three years now. BC is not going to offer him. They're not going to offer him as a transfer either. He's a four-star linebacker who went to Arizona. He does not fit their system at all. Um, he's not the right size for what they're trying to do. I, I don't see that happening. I know he's from Boston. He's not going to end up here. But I still think things are going to get crazy around here. I, you know, 
Hopefully Halfley has some wiggle room and makes wiggle room if he has to, so that he can hit that transfer portal because they need to upgrade talent. He cannot just go in and say, Oh, I don't have enough room. So I'm going to try to hope that my freshmen jump up. You need some experienced talent, especially of course, on that offensive line. I know they've been making some offers out there. I've seen them connecting with a ton of different kids. And remember, this is the transfer portal. Sometimes they don't resp- they don't announce their offers. We find out about it later. So I think that's where they're at right now. I think they're going to be looking at that offensive line, trying to figure some things out, and um, and go from there. So we've got some comments, and I'm going to go over those really quick, and then we're going to get to basketball talk. Bruce says, "I'm ecstatic. This show this shows that Harley. I think it meant Halfley by a typo. Yep, or underneath it. Sorry, does have an influence on the players, and that they must like him." I've said this all along. The players like him. I know folks don't. There's some folks out there that don't. From what I've heard, the players are upset the way the season went, but they do like Jeff Halfley. Um, and that's where it's at right now. Now, Frank Kelly says, AJ, we need Halfley to reach out today and get some second or third lineman out of te- the Ohio State who won't see the field there, but could start here like Jay Gill. I don't even care if it's from Ohio State. I just want an offensive lineman to come to BC that can block. I don't want to see what happened last year happen again. And I don't care if it's an FCS kid that can do it. A a kid that played at a lower level school, a kid from an upper level school, just get him here, get some gongs and tackles that can block because all this talk here, if they go in with the same five that they had last year, they're in trouble. They need depth. They need starters. They need everything. So go out there and do that. That's my thoughts on that. Now, in a moment, I'm going to wrap things up, talk a little bit about tomorrow's game or Tuesday's game between BC and UNH, a team that is really struggling. But should BC be on upset alert? We'll talk about that in just a moment. Now, if you know me, I am a huge fan of the Built Bar. Can we get a pause for the pod for a second? Okay. We paused. Great. Cause you got to try this. I'm talking about built bars, new reimagined flavors, the cookie dough topper, the coconut brownie bar and the coconut brownie topper. And then they have white chocolate peppermint granola. It's built take on the granola bar. So it's more filling and it's insanely tasty. It's so good. And the candy cat K brownie is perfect for the holiday season. You're going to eat like you're on a delicious cloud. It's so good. First off for anyone who hasn't tried a built bar before, they're literally the best tasting protein bar ever built. I have them all the time. I have them for a snack. I have them for replacement meals. I, I have to have enough for my family. Like some of my kids like them. We're a built family here. And I'm not kidding. There will be a time before you try these new built bars. And the magical, wonderful times afterwards, you're probably wondering which new flavor is my favorite. An unanswerable question to say the least. They're all unbelievable and they're all different. So you can order a mixed box and try all five flavors for yourself. Built. You got to try this. Get 15% off your order right now by using the code LOCKEDON15 at built.com. Locked on Boston College, AJ Black here. And we conversation. We were talking about the transfer portal. Before we get into our final uh, comments here, um, I want to thank each and every one of you that has subscribed to Locked on BC on YouTube. If you have not done so already, this is my daily request. You know, if you, my Santa Claus, if you want to stuff my stockings with the best present that you could hit that like button, smash it like it's like some really good eggnog, smash that and hit the subscribe button and become a subscriber. It's completely free and it helps out the podcast tremendously. 
It really, it pushes us, like the like pushes us up the algorithm. The subscriptions help us build up our podcast base so that more people find us. So if you're listening, hit that right now. It really does make a difference. And thank you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah uh, to all of you out there that are listening to this podcast. Now, on Tuesday, BC returns to the safety of Conti Forum after getting spanked by New Nebraska, Nebraska and Duke uh, in their last two games to play the UNH Wildcats, or as I used to like to call them when I used to watch the hockey team, the University of No Hardware. Now, UNH is in a world of trouble right now. They are a team that is struggling big. They are on a, I believe it's an eight game losing streak. They are one of the worst teams in the country. And when I say worse, they're not as bad as uh, Louisville. If you have not watched is 0 and 8, which I cannot get enough of. Um, So this is a game that BC should win. They're two and five. I'm sorry. They're on a five game losing streak. And, I, I, I look at this game, though, and I have this this fear. They've lost to Fordham. They got smoked by Fordham, BU, George Washington, Sacred Heart, and Columbia with wins over Fairfield, oh gosh, and Brandeis, who is not a Division One team. So what do I think about this game? Beast, their offense is atrocious. They're one of the worst offenses in the country. They're ranked 343rd in terms of adjusted efficiency. Their defense is equally as bad at 292. I still get, I, I don't, I don't think of BC beating up anybody after what we saw against Maine and Talton state. I worry about every game now. And I worry about this game because other teams don't fear Boston college. They look at this team as a team that they could beat. And I don't care if it's UNH. I don't care if it's Duke. They're going to come in here with some some swagger because they want to knock off a, a power five program and they could easily do that. So this, I think the spread was 14 and a half. I'd hammer the, I'd hammer UNH on that because I'm just expecting this to be a close game. Will Quinton post be back? Probably not. Will Quinton post, I mean, will Prince of Ligby play more than, you know, five or six minutes? He may play like up to eight They're You know, they're kind of slowly working him back, but I'm expecting a quiet stadium. It's a seven o'clock game. Thank God. I hate the nine o'clock starts and we'll have to get, get, go out to watch and see if they can really rally and figure out something they need. Nothing would make this team feel better than to go out there and win by 20 plus points. I just don't see it happening. Now on tomorrow's show, we'll recap the UNH game. We'll look at the transfer portal, see what else is new and give you every other BC news that you like and need. This is AJ Black my voice. I have a cold, just like Mitch. Hope to God it's not COVID. I will talk to you tomorrow. Take care, folks. We'll see you soon.